First of all, the big shkayach to Rekegen for sponsoring the learning and the, and the eating this morning. Lee Nishmas, his father, Rabbi Yerucham, Abishol, Ben, Rabbi Yudaleb, and Shoshav and Aliyah. And with that, Shafa Brachan Atzlacha should come down to his whole family, the whole Kila, to all of Klal Yisrael. Okay, so we have to, we're getting ready for Pesach for some time already, but we have to continue getting ready for Pesach. So, what I want to learn with you this morning is a, a Torah that we find, it, it goes back to the Yishbitzer, but it was, it's more fully developed in the writings of one of his great students, Rav Tzadik of Lublin. So with the copy that you have in front of you, it's from a sefer, it's called uh, Haggadah's Rav Tzadik. It's basically, it's a Gavadah, it's a sefer. It's, like, uh, it's like 30 years old, it's not like a new thing. But it's like a likot from all the Torahs from Rav Tzadik. It doesn't, it just mamish quoting Rav Tzadik, you know, throughout the, you know, putting it together about Pesach, at the Haggadah. So, see, we're, we're, we're probably not going to have time to go through the whole Indian, but just uh, a taste of it. It's a very sadistic Indian. Yeah. Okay, so we'll begin like this, a little bit of a halach, and then we'll flow into the machshava. There's one aspect of, of the Seder night that I always found, I mean, per, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a veltzkasha, but I always found it to be like a little bit odd, which is the Indian of Haseba. You have to lean, right? We know that yeah, there's a mitzvah of the, of the night of eating matzah and marah and the kaisis and so on. A lot of mitzvahs of achil and shasiya and sibri tis mitzrayim. And one of the halachas that Chazal were masakin, one of the mitzvahs that Chazal were masakin is that the mitzvah of Haseba, that you have to lean while you're eating. Okay, while you eat matzah, not mara, you know, uh, while you drink the cups of wine and so on. Now we know that on a very simple level, the reason for that is because kedar acheres, right? That uh, in those days, aristocrats, they would eat, they would drink, they would be like lying down on a couch. So, der acheres, so we, meavdus lecheres, so we lean as well. It, it always struck me as odd, I'm not going to say this is a veltkash, but it always struck me as odd that, you know, you're talking about eating matzah, you know? Mechle de nusa, you're talking about... It's mamish, like carbonus, you know? And dalad kaisis. These are big inyanim that are happening, big tikkunim that are taking place, mitzvahs. And usually when you do a mitzvah, it should be be'emo, be'ir, breasts of azeh, with a certain sense of covet and trepidation. Like, you know, when a person eats matzah and drinks the four cups of wine, you're bringing into your system moichin, you're bringing into your system madregas of ruchnius and art that's going to take you the whole year. It's a, it's a big inyan. And to eat matzah and to drink, and to drink the dalad kaisis and so on, mamish, like leaning back, it's a little bit, you know, it doesn't, I understand that it's Derech but Lamaisa, what about the year and the Pachar and the all? Like, what, what's that void of, what, what is being, what's that void of, of leaning? Also, we'll speak about this in a moment. People like us, that we don't, we don't lean, we don't lay down when we're eating, so it's, it's even a little bit awkward when you do it, you know? So what's this in of Aseba? So let, let, me, let me just share with you something in Halacha about Aseba, then we'll flow into Rav Tzadik, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. So it's like this. In the Rishayim, the question the Rishonim deal with is, is there an actual obligation of Haseba nowadays? Because, again, like I said, the reason why we lean is why is because back in the day, the aristocrats and royalty, when they ate a chash of a meal, they would be laying down. Obviously, we don't do that nowadays. So the question is, do we need Haseba? So it's basically two camps. Right? On the one hand, you have the sheet of what's... It's, there's a number of Rishonim that hold this way, but it's well known as the sheet of the Rav Yoh. Right? The Rav Yoh, one of the Rishonim, he writes and he held that, well, the whole idea of leaning is what? Is, is, is an expression of freedom. It's an expression of royalty. That's not how we express royalty anymore. So the whole thing is, uh, it's, it's, it's unnecessary now. So the Rav Yashita was, Haseba is unnecessary nowadays. It's, uh, it's, uh, there, there is no halach of Haseba anymore. Again, Haseba, the definition of leaning is a way of expressing chayrus, of royalty. That's not the way you do it anymore. So finished. 
On the other hand, many Rishonim, most Rishonim, I would say, disagree with that and hold that although it's true that no longer is this the expression of, of Cheres anymore, but since it once was, right? so by leaning now, you're expressing, at least you're doing something that used to be an expression of Cheres. And Chazal set it up in such a way from the beginning that this is how we express Cheres, so we go with that. Now, Halach Lamaisa, this does have an effect, these two opinions. Let me, you don't have this in front of you. Just to share with you uh, Halach in Shulchan Aruch, in Tough Ayin Beis, uh, the Shulchan Aruch writes, in, in, uh, in, uh, when it comes to, uh, the, so this simon is about leaning and, and all those halachas. So the Shulchan Aruch writes like this, Kol mi haseba. If you're in a situation where you're able to lean, okay, and you have the obligation to lean, Im If a person ate matzah or drank uh, the wine without leaning, so says the Shulchan Aruch, not, in other words, not, this is another profound idea, which is that the mitzvah of Haseba is not this secondary or outside obligation. You have a chiv of eating matzah, you have a chiv of drinking four cups of wine, and Chazal also said you have a chiv to express freedom by leaning. Says the Shulchan Aruch, no, that's not true. What Chazal did is that they wove into the obligation of matzah that in order to fulfill your mitzvah of matzah properly, you have to be eating matzah when you're leaning. In order to fulfill your mitzvah four cups of wine properly, you have to be drinking it when you're leaning. So much so that says the Shulchan Aruch, if you do not lean when you're eating matzah or drinking the four cups of wine, lo yatzah. You're not yatzah, not the mitzvah of, of leaning only. You're not yatzah matzah. You're not yatzah the four cups of wine. V'tzarch lachzer v'lecha v'lishtais b'seba. And you have to eat again. You have to eat again, you have to drink again. And that is the most extreme shita. That, in other words, the mitzvah of leaning applies nowadays, aleph. And base, and it's not even a secondary thing. It's mamish woven and a condition within the mitzvah of matzah and the Dalit Kaisas. It's part of those mitzvahs. You're not fulfilling the mitzvah of matzah unless you're eating it while you're leaning. <clears throat> now the Ramah comes, that was a Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah comes and adds, V'yesh Aymrim. However, there are those that say, Nowadays there is no, this is not how we express freedom by leaning, which was the sheet of the Rav Yoh. Therefore, says the Ramah, for us Ashkenazim, If a person ate without leaning, says the Ramah, you can rely on the shita of the Rav Yoh, that anyway, leaning nowadays is unnecessary. So to say so much that if you didn't lean, you have to eat again, that's already, you can rely on the Rav Yoh. Right, so, but again, we have these two mamish extreme shitas. Rav Yoh, nowadays, no leaning at all. It's completely a waste of time. And then the opposite, not only is leaning still a mitzvah, but it's mamish ma'akiv in matzah and dal kaisis. And it's not, it's not even a secondary zach. It's mamish woven into the fabric of the mitzvah of matzah and dal kaisis. Okay, so we have to figure this out. Like, what's going on over here? It, uh, just on, on the surface of things, the Rav Yos probably makes the most sense. The point of leaning is what? Is to express freedom. That's not how you do it anymore. So what, what are you doing when you're leaning? What are you doing? Why would Chazal... Inst- in other, here's the question. Why would Chazal institute leaning to be such a fundamental point even within the midst of matzah and the Dalit Kaisis, so much so that it's ma'akev in, mat- in matzah and Dalit Kaisis, and it applies at all times, all generations, whether leaning is, uh, is normal or not. Like, what is this in of Seba? Okay. So let's see a piece from our tzaddik. So uh, what you have in front of you, again, it's from the Sagad, it's coming from, from the Sefer Dover Tzaddik. It's a, it's a very long mimer that our tzaddik has about Pesach. We're just going to see again. This, uh, this first page, we'll see. So he's going on the Pasuk that says in Parsha Shemais, right? <clears throat> that things really got difficult. That a new king arose in Mitzrayim. Whether it's a new king or he renewed himself with his Gzairus and so on. And that's when the, uh, again, like I said, the Gospel became heavy and, and Gula begins. 
Sharat Sadiq quotes like this. He quotes a Zayar. Mm-hmm. We'll just go through it together. Bizayar, it says in the Zayar, the Kome that the Pasik is stressing this Nakuda, that the Parai that you know was very uh, aggressive with the Golas, Kome he came on his own. He established his Malthus on his own. Dogmas Achashverish, says the Zayar, just like Achashverish, probably just came from Purim. The Gemara tells us in Megillah that Achashverish was not a, a Meyuchis. He was not royal. He came. From, he was a stable boy. Mamish came from nothing, but somehow he was able to finagle his way. Kamegarme. He just. Uh, he became a, a king out of nowhere. Says the Zara Kadesh. That was the same thing as Parai. This Parai also. This new Parai. I guess the Zara is going with that approach that it was Mamish a new Parai. Kamegarme. He wasn't really royal, but he uh, found himself in that position. And says the Zara further. And both Parai and Achashverosh have the same quality that they wanted to destroy Kol Yisrael. Now this is something new, the Zara, and this is what Tzadik is going to be talking about right now, is that the Zara is telling us that when you think of Parai, we think of just slavery. But says the Zara, that's not how you have to think of him. You have to think of Parai as, as, as like the first Haman Achashverosh. The, the objective of Parai was to destroy Kal Yisrael. That's not how he presented it. Let's figure out a way how Kal Yisrael shouldn't have become too great in number, too powerful. But his objective was to destroy Kal Yisrael just like Achashverosh and Haman. So the Gemara says the same thing. Haman was aggressive about it, and Achashverosh was more political, right? But at the end of the day, he was super happy for Haman to. Uh, we managed to flip the script so quickly. And if you really want to destroy it, then why would he take whatever? Okay, we have to wait till next year for Purim. You know, we to, uh, we'll get to Pesach. But this is what the Zara is saying: is that Pari and Achashverosh have the same quality. They both want to destroy Klal Yisrael, but neither of them have the guts to to openly say it. But they have the same quality. Okay, so now it's like. Is going to explain. Okay. <clears throat> Again, with Ratzavik, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot of marmakamis. So we're going to we're going to do a little bit of skipping. Take a look. At the next paragraph. Okay. Skip to this to last word on the second line. Okay. The Golis Mitzrayim. Ratzavik says, let's 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 take a step back. What was the purpose? What was the 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 objective of Golis Mitzrayim? The Rebbeinu brings us into Mitzrayim for what purpose? Says Ratzavik, the Golis Mitzrayim hay kadesh agil madam tyre. Ratzalik says, the, the Zara is drawing this parallel between Pari and Achashverosh. Well, says Ratzalik, let's think deeper about this. This parallel, we could explain it further. What was the purpose of Golis Mitzrayim? Why did Rabbi Nishom send us to Mitzrayim? Well, the Pasuk says, he sent us to Mitzrayim in order that we should go through the process of the catharsis, the, the, the Golis Mitzrayim, to get out of the other end, purified, to stand by Harsinah, to receive the Torah. The purpose of Mitzrayim was to receive the Torah. Says Ratzalik, v'chein Achashverosh. And that's exactly what happened with Achashverosh as well. What, 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 what was the result of the Purim story? Hadr Kiblu Achashverosh, we re-accepted Nasa Vinishma from Harsinai. Nasa Vinishma was a little bit forced, right? Because the man was held over our heads. But after Purim, it was completely Baratza. So says Ratzalik, so you see, that both Parai and Achashverosh, right? Which is about trying to destroy Klal Yisrael, both ended up resulting in us receiving Tyra. What's the, what's the explanation? So he says like this. Next paragraph. The explanation is very simple. Tyra is life. Tyra is life. In other words, if the Golas of Mitzrayim was about trying to destroy our lives, to take away the life of the Jewish people, then as we'll see in a second, the Golas is always the opposite. The Tsar is always the opposite of what Hashem has, in plan, has planned for you. The Tsar is going to be taking away our life, and the Geula is going to be our life being given to us. What does it mean to be given life? It means to be given Torah. Torah is life. It says, Torah is eternal life. Like the Gemara says in Shabbos, 
the Gemara talks about this, that, uh, uh, that, uh, that uh, learning Torah is chai oilam, that's what he's referring to. It's called eternal life. Kamay Shenemar, and the Pasuk says, Kuhu chayecha, Torah is called life. Ube psachim, al chayev leichas, bunch of marmakamis, Torah is called life. We say this every day in, in, by, 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 by that by giving us the Torah, we have life itself. Therefore, since the objective, since what the Rebbe Shalom wanted us to receive by Har Sinai and to reaffirm our commitment to by Purim was Torah, which is life itself. Therefore, the Golas that precedes Torah are always going to be about trying to, at least putting up the, uh, 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 the, 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 the false front of trying to take away our life. If w- whatever the ghoul is about, the ghoul is preceding it is going to seem to be the opposite. <laughs> to destroy us and to take away our lives. There's a big claw in life. It's a classic Ishbitzer idea that from the suffering that a person goes through, from there, you can see what the Rabbanu Shalom is eventually trying to prepare you to receive, which is the opposite of that tsar. The opposite of that tsar. So the tsar of Purim and the tsar of Pesach was what? Was our life being taken away from us, or the threat of our life being taken away. And that is all just a simon to, to let us know that what's waiting for us on the other side is what? Is mamish life itself. Mamish life itself. Shem lo'ayla mida keneged mida. Golas and Gula, it's always me the Kineg and me, the measure for measure. It's a Pasik describing Hashem's uh, rules of me the Kineg and me the. And the, the physical Golas is always reflective of the spiritual Yetzar and Golas inside. Therefore, just as the Yetzahara tries to convince you to do something bad, and that's just. <laughs> Just, you know, that should just tell you how you should do the opposite, right? Whatever the Yetzirah tells you to do, you know, do the opposite, right? That's the, that's the Yetzirah, right? Just sometimes we don't know who's talking, but if you knew who's the Yetzirah talking, you know the answer is do the opposite. Well, says Ratzavik, Golos is a reflection of the Yetzirah. It's the same thing. Shibun Malchias, the fact that we're stuck in Golos, is just a physical manifestation and a reflection of the inner Golos of a Jew with the Yetzirah. So if you're, if you're, if the Yetzirah, whenever the Yetzirah tells you to do something, you know that the truth is the opposite, then that's how you have to look at Golas too. Whatever's going on in Golas, the truth is the opposite. The truth is the opposite. What's being prepared is always the opposite. That's what he says. The Kach Kov Hashem And that's how Rabbanu Shalom established the world. Shalidei HaYisurin, that through the suffering that a person has to go through, Yizkel Oisimatana, that's how you earn the gift that's waiting for you. Shuhepech HaYisurin, which is the opposite of the suffering itself. And through the hoping and the davening that a person, that a person puts in. You no, know, it's like in Mitzrayim, or during, during Golas, uh, you know, by Achashverosh, we should be alive, we should, lie, we should live, we shouldn't be destroyed, we shouldn't be killed, right? The baby shouldn't die when they're thrown into the Nile. And so Rabbanu Shleilam hears that tefillah and goes like this. The Yidin are davening, what are they davening for? What do they think they're davening for? Pasha to be alive, that we should survive this. But the Rebbe Shalom takes that tefillah and, and listens to it in a much deeper way and says, no, no, what they're davening for is life itself. And that's exactly what I wanted them to daven for. And as a response, I'm going to give them, not just they're going to survive, I'm going to give them chaye oilam. I'm going to give them tar. don't see a lot of tefillah in So it's interesting. The tefillahs that you find in Mitzrayim is a lot of krechsing, a lot of moaning, a lot of tzaka, a lot of... That's part of the gullus, is that they were, they, they were so... You know, years of, of being raised as slaves, 
there wasn't even a cheshek to daven. But once they at least began to make noise, the Rebbeinah Shlom, that's a whole Torah from the Arachayim HaKadosh, he has a whole Torah that, that, that one of the chasadim of the Rebbeinah Shlom by Mitzrayim was that we, that we didn't even have to express tefillah in a normal way. We moaned and we groaned and began to just fetch and feel the pain of Golas. Mm-hmm. And the Rebbeinah Shlom heard in that tefillah. That was the that was the chesed of the rabbanu shlom. That's what you have in the It's not a, it's not an actual thing. It's like very good, very good. That's the sound of the shayfer. Also, it's just a sound. The rabbanu shlom is mitzarif. He hears when in it what what you know what he needs to hear. It's the same thing that's going on over here. Klal Yisrael are so. Now here's the idea: the pressure is being put on to force us to be mispalled for something, but what we're being mispalled for, we ourselves don't even realize. So the pressure is being put on us. The the you know the the, the fear of mamish losing our lives. In Avdus Mitzrayim or by Achashverosh, which compels us to daven for survival. When we're thinking survival, we're thinking just pasha to breathe. But the Rebbeinu Shalom hears that feeling and says, "No, no, oh, taka, the davening for life, and life means Tyra. And therefore, as a response, comes Har Sinai, Nasavinishma, Hadikul Mechashverosh. So this is how it works. The Yisur and the Tsar is always the opposite of what's coming. An idea being is that the Tsar is supposed to motivate you to daven, and that tefila is you know, is, 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 is pulling that Yeshua down, uh, down into your life. Similar to a right? To a fast day. In, uh, in, uh... Life, yeah, to, like a tinus, tinus makes you feel like you're dying, yeah. So that's the, yeah, 100%, that's why tinus Esther is the beginning of Purim, right? Huh? Mechnikanas, right? Is that you have to be alive. Oh, okay, so 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 this is where it gets a little bit. Okay, so let's move into the next paragraph because the next paragraph talks about other types of gullison. The Holocaust is is super complicated. We'll see about that. So there's a certain a certain life that was. Yeah. Listen, this is the claw. Whatever the tsar was, the Yeshua is the opposite. The difference, the, you know, all right, listen, we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll, we'll, let, let, let's see where it goes with it. We'll, we'll, let's see. Is that a chesed only for Mitzrayim? That Sorry? The chesed that Hashem did that it doesn't have to be all, uh, a dominate. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you see it in Mitzrayim because literally the Jewish people were not even davening in a normal way. They weren't verbalizing anything. They were just correcting and moaning. But the Archaim HaKadosh says that's a klal, that, that that established imahalach, that the Rabbanu Shalom does that, is that even if you're not davening, you're just fetching and moaning and groaning, the Rabbanu Shalom will be mitzarev, that he'll hear tefillah in that. The Archaim writes that. It's a, it's a big zach. That's even when you hear another, you know, just complaining. The complain, he's complaining about X, Y, Z. He's davening for Mashiach. That's what it means when a Yid is complaining about something. So you have to be able to hear that also. <clears throat> so he says like this. Therefore he says, Mitzrayim So Mitzrayim, which was a preparation for Harsina, for Kabbalah Satar, Shukinin Chaim, which is again, to acquire life. So therefore the Tsar, the Golas that preceded it was what? As Hedrachaim, was the threat of our life being taken away. Okay. So that's when it comes to Mitzrayim and Purim. Vishar HaGolias. But says Ratzadik, what about the rest of Golas that we're in right now? Shachonamihem, what, what is our goal is preparing us for? So not Harsinai, right? Not Hadigabumiachashverish. What's preparing us for is Bias Mashiach. Okay? Shamilchuvan boy, and says Ratzadik, and how is Mashiach, that time period of Mashiach, how is that described? Shayeshu ish tachas gafnoi, the tachas teinasai. Mashiach is described as Yidin sitting, b'menucha, with peace, tranquility, sitting under your, your orchard, and so on. 
the peace. Kamay Shinamar, as it says, Unatativ, Veshachin Tachtav, you'll plant your orchards, you'll sit underneath it, you won't be worried anymore. No one will give you tsaris anymore, as it was in the beginning. That's how the Navi describes Mashiach. Mashiach is not described as you'll be living. Mashiach is described as that you'll be living with peace. Menucha. Sheyil lehemakim kavua. Mashiach means that you'll have a proper place, Eretz Yisrael. Vedeyam yusheves. And peace of mind, more than anything else. You'll, you, won't be, you won't be anxious and nervous and worried. Yishav hadas. Yishav Eretz Yisrael and Yishav hadas. Kamei as it says, Ish noidid mimkaimai. It talks about golos. How is golos described? As golos means that you're outside of your place, outside of your home, and you're constantly moving from place to place. Historically, most of golos was like that. And even Baruch Hashem, when there's a tekufa where we're not physically being dislocated, but we all feel this as Mashiach is getting much, much closer, Yishav Hadas becomes mamish, the dif- most difficult thing in the world right now. Like, why is it that right before Mashiach, like we're holding right now by the, by the Gullus of Erev, of mamish, at the very, very end, we all n- know this and feel this, is that Bilbal Hadas, worry, nervousness, anxiety, that's like the Icar right now. It's all because we're preparing ourselves for Mashiach, which is the ultimate Yishav Hadas. And so the Gullus always is reflective of what the Gula is. So when you're davening, you know, or going to a therapist, right, or taking medication to have Yishav Adas, what you're davening for is Mashiach. Mm-hmm. That's what you're davening for. And you should realize that, that what you're davening for is Mashiach. Says someone who's wandering, someone who's a wanderer, that's what Gaulus has really described, you know, uh, since the discussion of the second base in English, he doesn't have Yishav Adas. And that's what Mashiach is about. Mashiach is about trying to give a person Yishav Adas. Sheyavai, what does it say in Chazal? That El Yenavi is going to come with Mashiach. La says, Sholem Ba'aretz, to bring peace to the earth. What does it mean, Sholem? Sholem doesn't mean that you're not going to have, it certainly means no wars, but it means more than that, an inner peace. You're going to have a place to be, and and your mind will be settled. Shechai Oilam Kvar Yeshlam. Life we already have. We got it from Harsinai. That's not a threat anymore, our life. Rakshiu Chayim Benaycha. What still needs to be established is that our life should be with Menucha. Now, so he, go, he goes on further, to, to be mamik this idea a little bit more. We know that the Jewish people are described with Hashem as being servants and children to Hashem, right? Banim or Avadim. It says like this. With Har Sinai, what Gulf Mitzrayim clarified and what Achashverish, you know, what Purim clarified is that, what, as we are, that we are the, the Am Hashem, that we are the Avadim of Hashem. Zel mitzad madan that's what madan clarified. The Kabbal salakusai, vadnusai, malchusai, that we accepted his kingdom, his kingship, his, his godliness. Umemela, and therefore, since we are avadan to Hashem, kamaisha malchusai kayemes, if the Rabbanu Shalom's malchus is eternal, no, kach masha nachnu amai. So his, his people that are the embodiment of his malchus also have to be inter- eternal. The, 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 surv- the fact that we will always survive is, is an expression of the fact that we are avadan to Hashem. Because if we don't survive Chas V'Shalom, then there goes Hashem's Malchus, right? So Hashem needs us to, to live in order for His Malchus to, to be maintained. So our, our survival was established by Har Sinai. And the meaning of that is that we were established firmly as Avdei Hashem. And that's not, that cannot be changed. That means, because going forward, it means that our existence is bound to Hashem's Malchus. And if Hashem is Melech L'Aylam, so it means that we have to exist L'Aylam. But that's all in terms of being alive, uh, and, and surviving. But Menucha is something different. He says like this. 
Avotoyer ben, but the description of a son, Zeyil Asad. That is what Mashiach is going to clarify. Mashiach is going to bring out the truth that not, we're not only the Avadim of Hashem, but we are the children of Hashem. Shien Naicha. And being a Ben to the Melech means that you live with luxury, that you live with Memucha. Being an Evid of a king doesn't it guarantees that you'll be able that you'll, that you'll live, but doesn't guarantee that you'll live happily. There's no happily ever after necessarily if you're an Evid. If you're a Ben, it's happily ever after. The op, right, there's, 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 the, right. There's, there's going from avdus to cheros, which means to survive. Okay, you're now an Eved Hashem. But being an Eved Hashem doesn't mean that you're b'menucha. Being a ben l'melech, ben melech, that means menucha. That means menucha, exactly. It says, therefore that concept of galus is hepach madregas ben. That, that's the nekuda. The galus nowadays is not trying to undermine our classification, our, 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 our stamp of being avde Hashem. What it's trying to take away is 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 our identity as being banim l'Hashem. And that's what the Gemara says in Brachas. When the Rabbanu Shalom, whenever you say Yehesh Mei Rabba, right? So what does the Gemara say? That a heavenly voice comes out and says, Mala Av Shehiglas Banov, right? What was to a father that 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 sent his children into Galus, right? So Galus is being described as as banim that are sent away because that's what Galus is trying to prove. He's trying to work through this Indian of Kali Yisrael becoming Banim. This is, by the way, uh, he talked about this later on, understanding Pesach and Mitzrayim as being, uh, being the Yisurin and the Golas to bring out the, the, uh, the whatchamacallit, the, 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 that we should live. It's interesting, this, the Chazal tell us that the Malach, every nation has a Malach, right? So who's the Malach in charge of Mitzrayim? So the Malach in charge of Mitzrayim was a Malach by the name of Duma. The Gemara tells us that after the after Yitzchak Mitzrayim, that Malach of Duma was demoted, or I don't know, demoted was changed. His position was no; he's no longer in charge of Mitzrayim. He is now the Malach Hamavis. He's now in charge of death. So Ritzelik says that's not a coincidence. It's because that's what Mitzrayim was about. Mitzrayim was trying to take to bring death to the Jewish people, death to the whole world. It was like like we said before. It was like Haman, you know, the the, the precursor to Haman and Achashverosh. So of course the Malach of Mitzrayim is going to be death. This is also why. He talks about this later on. Why is it that Takapare and Achashverosh come the They established their Malchus on their own. It wasn't like, it wasn't Mesudr. It wasn't like they came from Malchus and they're royal and so on. The answer is because death is completely unnatural. Like that's, we're, we're so, I mean, unfortunately, it's been a long time since the Adam sinned, right? So we're just used to the fact that everything is finite and everything has an end. But that's not how the Rabbanu made the world. The Rabbanu made the world that things should be alive. Death is, is, is Shalaika Seder. So if Parai and Achashverosh or kings that are trying to bring death to the Jewish people, if they were to be, if their malchus were to be established in a normal Masudadika way, it would indicate that death is something that's Masudar. But that's the point. It's not, it's not Masudar. It's completely unnatural in truth. It's an absence of, of, of what should be, right? The Rodashal created life, not death. And so Melo, because of that, Pare and Achashverosh are come they, they come like out of nowhere as if it's like Shalika Seder because that's really what it is. So, so there's an Indian of a leader who comes out of nowhere it's not it's not, it's not, it's not a healthy natural thing essentially. It's, 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 it's some, some, yeah, Shalika Seder. Yeah, exactly, Shalika Seder. That, that's usually how it is. That's usually how it is. Huh? So David right, there was something unexpected about David. Something unexpected. But Lamaisa. It's Evan Maso Habainim Haisla There was something unexpected about David, but once it was clarified, then David already goes back to Adam Rishon. 
right? The 70 years of, Ad, of David are really from other regions. So David makes the most sense to be king. It's just for some reason, which is not for now, but for some reason it was covered over. It was a huge Hester Panam when it comes to David. No, they were yeah, they were Miyachasim, and they went to David from Yehuda. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now, okay, that's what Tzadik says. Now let's be mamik a little bit more. Let, let's, let's just connect a few dots, and then we'll end. Torah means life. And that's what was given to us by Harsinai. And we have to go through the, the fear and, the, and the, the threat of our life being taken away for us to then earn life by Maimon Harsinai. It says Ratzadik, but there's such a thing as called being alive, but there's such a thing as being called living b'menucha. And that's something that we're working through now in order to get to Mashiach. And Mashiach is to be alive b'menucha. If life is Torah, what does it mean? What, what, what's therefore being presented over here is that there's two different relationships we have with Torah. There's, being a, there's, there's having... Taira shaloi b'menucha, yes? And there's having Taira, life, b'menucha. Right now, from Harsina, we receive Taira. But the Taira that we receive so far is a Taira that does not necessarily produce menucha. That's, that's what we're learning. When Mashiach comes, well, what? We're going to have life, which is Taira, but the life that we have, which is Taira, is going to be a life of menucha. That will, that will, that will it'll, it'll trickle down with, to literally having peace of mind and having your place in Eretz Yisrael. But on a deeper level, on a spiritual level, it means Taira, that's Menuchadik. What does that mean? So very Pashit. Ratzalik elsewhere, in many places, explains as follows. The Torah that we have from Harsinai is a Torah that it's still, there's still conflict. Because you still have a Yetzirah. You still have, uh, I still have a Yetzirah. I still have an ego. I still have uh, Nefesh of Bahamas. So everything about me is pulling me left. And the Torah says, no, 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 yes, you got to go right. Okay, so I have to be misgaber over myself and push myself to be makabal omal chashemayim to do the right thing. So I'll be alive, I'm going to connect myself to chai oilam, to Tyra, but it's not b'menucha, because the Yiddishkeit that I, that I try to keep doesn't necessarily feel natural to me. It doesn't feel like I'm naturally drawn to that. The Chiddush of Mashiach is going to be what? Is, is to realize and to feel that the Torah that we received in Harsinai is b'menucha. It's mamish, it fits like a glove. Instead of feeling a Yiddishkeit as something that is a burden, you know, a holy, unbelievable burden, but Lamais is something that we have to force ourselves to follow against the grain, the chayi oilam of menucha that we're going to experience with Mashiach is that the Torah will then, will then be revealed as what? As something that mamish fits the Jewish person. Right now, what we received in Harsinah is Torah. But... But the Torah that we received in Harsinai, it has not yet been revealed to be mamish in sync with who we are as human beings. That is what needs to be revealed with Mashiach. Mashiach is going to reveal that the Torah that we received in Harsinai is mamish in sync with who we are. Right now we don't feel that yet. So it's not a new Torah. That's, that's the Nekudu. It's not a new Torah. But, what's it, but, but a deeper dimension of our relationship with Torah will be revealed with Mashiach will be revealed with Mashiach is that we are talking in sync with, with Torah and everything about us, which was until now holding us, trying to pull us the other way, was not who we are. Right now it feels that who we are is going left. And we have to force ourselves to go right. What happened in Purim? Was it somewhere closer to... So Purim has a, has a reflection of Mashiach because there was a little of, of okay, we're going to accept this willingly. Right. But even willingly, it, it's still a choice. Like, okay, I'm, I'm 100% all in 
to make the right decisions in life. It doesn't mean it's still it's still a decision. You know, what I mean, it's still a choice. It's still uh, part of me is still going the other way. Right? It's still an etzadas, and I'm making the right choice. But Mashiach means. Mamish Benucha, Mamish Benucha. Mashiach means, like Dovah Melch says, I woke up in the morning and just my feet take me to base measures. It's just like it's Mamish natural. It's Mamish natural. What about, what so this is. Yeah. Yamesh and Mechavitz. There is truth to that. There's truth to that. So, well, yeah, but after all the years of Golas, that's the Nakud over here. After all the years of Golas, we've earned that Menucha that we will experience then. Let's tie it all together now. Okay, let's tie it all together. The matzah that you eat on Pesach, the dalat kaisas that you drink on Pesach, that's all a celebration of the chaye oilam that we earned through the slavery of Mitzrayim. Yeah? So the matzah and the mar, and the, mar the dalat kaisas, all that stuff, it all is the, is the embodiment of what Pesach is celebrating. And what is Pesach celebrating? The fact that we received life. But what Chazal wanted to reveal to us is so a guy's eating matzah, and you're thinking, okay, thank you, Hashem, for uh, taking me out of Mitzrayim, that I, I survive. Thank you for giving me the Torah. But I'll tell you the truth, I have so much anxiety because of this now. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I'm looking at my neighbor, Tom, and he's just, he's happy. He's just a guy, and he's happy. All of a sudden, me, I'm like super anxious. Am I eating the matzah properly? Is it enough shear? All, all this nervousness. So what Chazal therefore did is that they wove into the mitzvah of matzah and the dal kaisis, is that you should, you should eat it and drink it, Lying down. Of course, on a very simple level, the reason why you're lying is because back in the day, when you were a royal, that's how you used to eat. But that's no longer the truth anymore. But yet, that halach of leaning still remains strong. So much so, much so that it's a t'nai within matzah and the dalakaisis, right? What, what is it about leaning? The answer is what Chazal are trying to indicate is that the ghoul of Mitzrayim began a process but it's not the end of the process. Mitzrayim began a process which will eventually lead to Mashiach, where then you'll realize that the life that was given to you through Mitzrayim is not a life of tsar, it's a life of menucha. And this is why the whole Seder night, from the very, very beginning, we talk about how we're talking, we're still in Golis, but we're hoping for Mashiach. Like, why, why are you bringing that up? Hashta'avdi, l'shon ha'abab b'nei chayrin, right? Hashta'ahacha, l'shon ha'abab ardu Yisrael. I mean, okay, why, why, why are you... We're having a nice party right now. Like, why do you have to bring up the fact that we're not in Eretz Yisrael? Like, why? And even the, even the Shoich HaMaschal going, the second half of the Seder is all about Mashiach, and, you know, uh, the second half of Hal is about Mashiach. Like, why, why, are we missing, why are we missing all these things? The answer is because to celebrate Pesach, which is to celebrate the fact that we were given eternal life with Tyra, is very, very nice. But you also, but, you, but Chazal are, 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 are afraid of a Jew seeing that by itself and saying, you know, I'd rather not. Because it means that life is now super complicated and I'm, everything I'm doing in life is against the grain. It's like, thank you, but like, I, I didn't really ask for any of this. So the Rabbanu Shalom, therefore, what Chazal did are reminding you, Mitzrayim began something which will eventually culminate with Mashiach, which is, you were given life by Pesach, and that life will be shown to be a life of menucha with the coming of Mashiach. And then when you're eating, therefore, when you're eating matzah, and you're drinking like four cups of wine, and you're leaning, what you're davening for is, Rabbanu Shalom, thank you for giving me matzah and dalakaisis. Thank you for giving me cheres. Thank you for giving me what? Life, that I should be alive. I should be an Eved Hashem, not an Eved of Paray. Which means that I now have purpose. I have meaning in life, which is gewaldic. And it means I have guarantee that we will survive, 100%. But I'm davening that I should be able to eat this matzah and drink the four cups of wine in a state of menucha.
in the state of Menucha. So that's the oymek of Haseba. It's not a matter of just, this is how royalty ate, so we're, we're going to do that too, even though it's uh, ridiculous at this point. It's much deeper than that. What's happening is, is that you're, 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 you're trying to connect to the life that's being given to you on Pesach, that it should be a life of Menucha. It should be a life of Menucha. So each and every one of us, we should be Zaycha to see with our own eyes, to, that we should really, it, it's important to realize that all the nervousness, and I, I don't care where you're holding your life, everyone's nervous. Everyone's nervous about something. The nervousness that people feel nowadays, it's mamish, just the last makkah that we need before Mashiach comes. And, and, and every little bit of nervousness that a person feels, and actions is about who knows what, that's just the surin, it, it, that, that should just be a simon to you of what type of menuchas and nefesh and yishvadas is waiting for us right around the corner. And we should be zaychut to talk and feel that menucha and the yishvadas. Be as called tzedek. Meherv yameinu amen.